welcome to the You're So Quiet podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chelsea Brown. Let's check in with you. How are you doing? I'm doing, you know, fine. Just fine. Too busy and seems to kind of be the case for the holiday season. I don't know how you feel leading up to it, but I haven't decorated for Christmas yet, haven't gotten my tree out, so it just really does not feel... It doesn't really feel like Christmas. It doesn't even feel like December, to be perfectly honest. I live in Texas, and it's 80 degrees outside, so it certainly does not feel like like the holiday season. And I just don't really feel very festive, to be quite honest. And something I know that we generally, as people, struggle with is body image. And this is something that becomes far more prevalent during the holiday season. So this week, I wanted to talk about a few things that you can do to try to help your body image or just generally help yourself feel better during this time as we're all being bombarded by the same diet culture horribleness that we are bombarded with every single December. Body image, if you aren't familiar with the term, is the subjective picture of your own body. So it's what you think your body looks like. And a lot of times it seems like social media and even TV shows and magazines are trying to make us have a poor body image. They're constantly showing us the ideal, you know, like what you should look like. And a lot of times the people on on Instagram, for example, don't even look like that. Like they look like that through filters and Photoshop and whatever, but I'm still trying to make my body just look like theirs does in a Photoshopped picture. It really gets to me a lot. I I really struggle with my with my body image. It <laughs> truth it sounds stupid, but it doesn't matter if I was like feeling myself yesterday, feeling good, feeling great. Because today, I could literally, legitimately hate everything about my body. So for me, this started way back when I was a teenager. I remember the first time I even thought about my body as a bad thing was when I was 13. I was going through puberty and obviously your body starts developing and you start getting hips and whatever as a, as a girl. And when I was 14, I was sexually assaulted. So I think for me, that kind of changed how I perceived myself because I, I just immediately assumed that my body was the problem, right? Like this horrible stuff wouldn't have happened to me if my body looked better or looked different or if I wasn't wearing the the required gym clothes that I was wearing. But from my early teens on into my late 20s now, I have really struggled with with my body image and so much so that in my mid-teenage years, I actually developed an eating disorder. I just simply would not, wouldn't eat enough and it was a very secretive thing and I would lose a lot of weight. And I remember 
my mother being very concerned about me because I came home from college after having been gone for like three months and I was like a lot smaller than when I left. It, I mean, it didn't matter to me what what anyone said or how anyone felt about it or people being worried about me because I was just so obsessed with trying to fit into what I thought my body should look like or what I'm being told that my body should look like. And what what's funny is that my perception of what I looked like was so distorted that I could have had literally the ideal body type and I wouldn't have been able to see it, you know? So it's important to remember that it's all a mindset and that's something that I would recommend that you remember as we go into the holiday season. Even if you are kind of struggling with what you what you look like, something that always helps me is to do something that makes you feel good about your body. It doesn't matter what that looks like and it does not have to be exercise. For me, ironically, it is exercise and I notice that if I'm not working out, I do not feel good about myself at all, period. Even if I just go for a walk every day, the change in how I feel about myself physically is, I mean, it is so dramatic. But say you hate to work out. I feel ya. I go through phases where I could not be bothered to work out at all ever. Just catch me inside not doing anything. So just do something that gets your endorphins flowing. It could be volunteer work. It could be meditation. It could be laughing with your friends on FaceTime. It could be even eating spicy food. When I learned about this, I, I'll tell you, I looked at my diet a whole lot different. I love spicy food as it is, but now I'm like, it's good for my soul, right? It might not be good for my body, right? It's, spiciness is literally a pain response. And I, I grew these Armageddon peppers, which are 1.2 million Scovilles. I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to eat these things because they're so freaking hot. But if it could boost my endorphins and make me feel good about my body, I mean, it might be, it might be worth the risk. I don't know. Something else that really helps me to, to just start to feel better about myself, about my body, is understanding that body types are trendy just like clothes. I've never been the ideal body type and this is something that got me bullied a lot in middle school, especially high school a little bit, but it was like I've never had the ideal body type until now. And even now when my body type is all of a sudden in fashion, it's not quite good enough, right? So just think about it, you know, in the 1800s, for example, people were, women specifically, were supposed to be full figured because that is how they displayed their wealth. Because if you're skinny, you're poor. If you're fuller figured, you have plenty of money to eat to access, right? But as we move into more modern times, we go from full figured to a more hourglass shape like Marilyn Monroe to absolutely waif-like thinness in the 90s. And then moving in the 2000s, you wanted to be skinny, but not too skinny, but skinny enough to have a thigh gap as a woman. 
And then moving into the 2010s and even 2020s, you wanted to have a big butt, you wanted to have big breasts, but a flat stomach, a small waist. So just realizing that it's trendy, just like clothes, honestly helps me a lot because I look back on things that I wore even in like middle school and I'm like, girl, what were you thinking? Do you remember, if you're in your late 20s, maybe you remember this, in the beginning of high school, end of middle school, do you remember when we used to like scrunch our hair with 18 pounds of gel and straighten the bangs? Do, do you remember this? I remember this trauma. It, it, I mean, disgusting. I can't, I can't believe we ever thought that looked good. So looking back on that, that was like the thing, right? And now it's like the thing to have your body a certain type. How about just have a body and just be grateful for what your body can do for you? And that is actually my next point, is that I want to focus on body neutrality instead of body positivity. Body neutrality is appreciating what your body can do, even if you don't really love what it looks like. And body positivity for me, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm just over it. I'm, I can't, <laughs> I'm struggling to find words to tell you how over body positivity I am the love the skin you're in thing. I just, I'm not into it. And you know, it it might work great for you and you do your affirmations. Like I am beautiful. I love myself. Like to me, that feels a lot like narrative therapy. If you don't know what narrative therapy is, it's basically writing down the narrative of how you wish your life went. And then that is what actually happened. I never could get on board with that because the truth is important to me. And saying I love myself or I love my, I don't know, my thighs or whatever, love my body, that's not like true every day. I don't love my body every day. I don't love my body most days. But every day I can still appreciate what my body does for me. And my body keeps me breathing. My body breathes for me. I am able to enjoy Takis with my body. I had Takis for the first time yesterday. Um, <laughs> I am obsessed. I am obsessed with Takis. So Takis people, if you're listening, uh, I would love some. I would love to be sponsored by Takis. I will bathe in Takis, whatever you need for me. I'm into it. So... Without a body, I could not enjoy Takis, right? Without a body, I couldn't play with my dog. Without a body, I couldn't hang out on the couch with my husband and watch TV. And you know, I understand that there are people who aren't able-bodied like myself, who are listening to this and they're like, um, girl, hello. (laughs) And I hear you. I see you. I can empathize. I can't say I understand what it is to be you, but I am certain that everybody has something amazing about it, even if it's your creativity, because your brain is your body, right? Maybe you're great with words, 
Maybe you're really good at art. I don't know. I don't know what you do, but there are amazing things that your body does, even if the thing that your body is doing is just keeping you alive. Because that in and of itself is pretty amazing when you think of all the stuff that a body has to do to keep on keeping on. There's a lot that a body does that can be appreciated. That actually leads me right into my next point. Man, I'm, I'm killing this episode, I'll tell you. I think it's important to speak to yourself how you would speak to someone you love. Just let that sit in for a second. Speak to yourself how you would speak to someone that you love. I've said this before, for sure. I speak to myself like someone I hate sometimes. As a matter of fact, I would not even speak to my worst enemy in the way that I speak to myself sometimes. And that's, that's really sad. You know, it's, it's, this is the one body I get. We do not get to exchange it for a new model. This is not a lease. This is the body you get for the rest of your life. You're telling me that I'm out here talking trash on my body all the time but I'm just doing that to myself. I'm really out here talking badly about myself. Uh, mm -mm. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm not really one for New Year's resolutions, but I will tell you that in 2022, we are not talking crap on our bodies anymore. We're just not doing it. You do not need to tell yourself how bad you look today. You do not need to do that. I don't need to do that. I don't need to look in the mirror and like turn every which way. Just stop doing that stuff to yourself. For what? What am I accomplishing by telling myself, I think you look disgusting today? Disgusting? I've never called anyone ever in life, even my bullies, even people who have like physically harmed me, I have never called anyone ever in my life disgusting except for myself. And that's something that we are just stopping right here, right now. And I know, I know it's hard in the holiday season because we are being bombarded with this diet culture crap everywhere you turn. You'll get on social media in the morning and you'll see an ad for diet teas that will help you shed all those holiday pounds that you gained. Or workout classes that promise to help you keep your progress or to get that summer body. Or my personal favorite, a bikini body. Girl, I put a bikini on this body. It is a bikini body. No matter if I weigh five pounds or 500 pounds, it is a bikini body, period. Uh, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. So during this holiday season, be conscious of how you speak to yourself. If you're calling yourself disgusting like I am, just, just stop doing that. How, okay, how about this? Let's say you're out with your best friend. You guys are walking through a mall, let's say, and some rando just turns to your friend is like, ugh, you're disgusting. What would you do? 
Like, no, you're disgusting. How, I mean, so you're telling me (laughs) that you would defend your best friend from some rando better than you defend yourself from yourself? Nah. Yeah, (laughs) we're going to do better about that. So the next time that you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, you're disgusting, stop yourself and correct yourself. No, I just don't really feel very good about my body today. I mean, whatever else you can focus on besides that, ugh, you're disgusting thought, that's what you should be focusing on. Finally, what I want to leave you with is to really be very careful about social media comparison. We as people inherently compare things and compare ourselves to other things. And this, I think, is especially dangerous on social media because what you see on social media, even if it's not photoshopped within an inch of its life, that is someone's best photo, right? I think we really get it into our heads that the photos that we see online are just what people look like all the time, you know? Like, oh my gosh, she looks like that all the time. I do not look like that. No, that's the photo that was probably in a group of 50 plus photos. I know because I have done self-portraits and to get the one shot that actually looks really good, there are like 50 plus photos where I look ridiculous. But we get this idea into our heads that that's what they just look like all the time. And it's not. And frankly, let's just be clear, even if it were, that doesn't hurt you. It does not matter that you don't look like someone else. It's actually a great thing that you don't look like someone else. It is beautiful and amazing to be unique. As kids, we kind of learn that being different is bad. Because if you're different, you're the weirdo. And you're the one that sits by themselves at lunch. And you're the one that has no friends, is teased, pushed down, whatever. Totally not speaking from experience, not not at all. Not even close. I learned that being different is bad. It is much better to fit in. As an adult, it is our responsibility to unlearn that. Because it's not true. Being you is the most beautiful thing you can be. Even if you don't love how your body looks at this exact moment, it is still a beautiful thing. Focus on what your body can do, not what it looks like. And definitely don't compare yourself to anybody else. Because there is only one you and that is your superpower. And so on that note, we are about at the end of our time together. I will see you guys next week for my What I've Been Consuming episode, part two for December. In the meantime, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at your so quiet pod, Y-O-U-R-E, so quiet pod. You can visit my blog and website at cbrownauthor.com. And as always, please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help out your favorite introvert. Okay, love you. Bye.